Hi, my name is Ian Riley. And I'm Michael Fields. And you're listening to My Best Guess. It's a show where we invite all dads and father figures to join us as we journey through the unique challenges and joys of fatherhood. So grab your coffee and pull up a chair because whether you're a seasoned dad or a soon-to-be, we're excited for you to join us on this episode of My Best Guess. Mike, good to see you. Good to see you too. Welcome to my living room. How you doing, big man? Hey, I okay. Actually, I do have one quick shout out. Okay, we are again drinking our methodical coffee, but big shout out to my mom who's probably on her walk right now at you know six o'clock in the morning, freezing. But uh, we're drinking, mom. Just so you know, we're drinking out of these frog mugs that I'm I'm not necessarily proud of the way these look. Michael, you're drinking out of a, a mug. <laughs> Just describe the mug that you're drinking out it's of. It's artistic, to say the least. Um, I see one, two, three, four frogs, um, and they all have crowns on their heads, and they all have lipstick. I think they're tiaras. Um, yeah, tiaras. I don't, what's the difference? I uh, couldn't tell you. It's a female crown? Yep. or Well... Yeah. They call the Queen of England like the crown. Do you say? Right? Do you say? I know this is a different word, but do you say crown or do you say crayon? I say crayon. I say crown. I go all the way with gosh, it. Crayon. I know that's the right way to say it. But it's I say one it. freaking. Yeah, I, it's, I it's two syllables. Yeah, <laughs> you to say it's I, one. I, 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 yeah, you <laughs> almost had me confused there. <laughs> I like to just say crown. I think I've been saying crown for so long, and now I'm trying to say crayon. Yeah. And when I say it, I'm like, gosh. Do you have so crayons right now? Are those? Crayon. Is that safe for for two year olds? We do, but I mean, they think they're a snack for sure. Yeah, they just me go too. Straight, straight to eating. I, I, so, so your your frogs are in tiaras or crowns, and they're the ballerinas. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Can you can you can you see what's what's what are they performing? They're can definitely you? dancing some kind of jig. It's probably like the, probably the Nutcracker. I was gonna say the Nutcracker the because it's cracker. the only ballet that I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I also have five frogs. Um, and mine, it's like a, it's like a little band. It's just like a, they're wearing, um, you know, white tuxedo jackets, and they're sitting here playing. Some playing the drums. I think this guy's playing the triangle. Doesn't count. This guy clearly is not musically talented. Oh wow! You got a dude playing a stand-up bass, and uh, a guy playing. Um, it looks like it looks like a telescope, but I think it's supposed to be a trumpet. Like it's supposed to be like a horn, but it looks just like a, it's just a cone. It's just yeah. like a, yeah, yeah. And that's what we're drinking out of them. So, so thanks, mom. Thanks for uh, giving me these mugs for Christmas. Look, we're using them. <laughs> we're using them. We're using them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike, catch 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 us up on uh, fatherhood for you in the last week. Dad life has been good this last week. Uh, we just we actually had a pediatrician appointment yesterday. Um, little lady is growing well. She's around eleven pounds, about ten pounds thirteen ounces, which wow. is almost double her. Birth weight, which is really cool. Um, what else? She's been smiling, which is great. Um, really rewarding to see that. She recognizes mom and dad for better or for worse. Uh, she got her vaccines yesterday. Oh, come on. Yes. And so she was red arsed about that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah Not she happy. was mad about that. And she looked at me, she actually, it was funny. She usually when she cries, like her eyes, you know, are shut all the way. She's just so mad. Oh, I'm crying. But she looked at me 
she like squinted through the pain to look at me oh, while no. they were giving her the vaccines. She was like, you're doing this to me. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not doing it. It's the nurse. And she said, no, no, it's yeah. you. You were doing But what was funny is that she actually cried more getting in the car seat going there than actually getting the vaccine. So I was like, well, there's something to be said for that. But definitely a tough evening last night. She woke up uh, after her evening nap and was in a little bit of pain. So, um, so yeah, that was that was tough to go through. But um, she was good last night um, during my shift. I woke up and she was uh, she was just fine. So she was sleeping on daddy, and those are some precious moments. Those morning morning yeah. cuddles. Uh, that's so funny that you say that because just this morning uh, Eliza got up and Ian was still in bed sleeping. And uh, um, we go to get her, and and for her birthday we got um, we got like this book that is just it's just pictures. She loves books. She loves you know sitting there reading books. This has no words in it. It's just like a you know a picture book that Cass uh, put together of all the pictures from uh, her and her first um, I guess her second year of life, but her from one to two, you know those pictures, and uh, just compiled them into a fun little book. And uh, so so we get in bed. Well, we're laying down, and she she wakes up, and it's like five forty five, whatever. We try to get her down; she's not going back down. So we just get her up, and we come cuddle her, cuddle cuddle with her in bed, and we read this book. And she's honestly in the morning; she's not. She likes to cuddle mom, but she's really not interested in cuddling me. Like, I'll like put my hand on her back, and she will move my hand off of her back, and she'll and that and, is tough. Yeah, and it's not just like she doesn't just move it. She says no. No. Wow. Yeah, no. So, it's, yeah, it hurts my heart every time. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, this morning, she was, like, receiving the cuddles. You know, like, we're just, yeah, we're all cuddling, all three of us, and me included. That's the win there. Wow. You know, and then I was, like, rubbing her back. I was like, Liza, can I rub your back? She said, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that felt oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that That's is so stuff. good. Yeah, I, I loved every bit of it. There's, uh, uh, there's a lot of of good, you know, and, and those, those moments of just like, gosh, this is just so worth it. Every part of, every part of this, you know, fatherhood journey journey is so worth it. Whenever your kid's like, yeah, you can run my back, which is so ridiculous, right? Like who, like why, why does this mean so much to me that she's like, yeah, come on, dad, run my back. Oh yeah. But, oh, for it's sure. like the best gift. Yeah. Last night, last night, the thing, yeah, the thing for me was just, oh my gosh, like she, I fed her at like four or five in the morning and she just fell asleep. And I like kind of pulled her up and was holding her upright just against my chest and just kind of breathing. And uh, and she just kind of like fluttered her eyes closed and just she does this thing, you know, when she gets really relaxed, she kind of like just kind of breathes oh, in like yeah. that. And then, yeah. You know, kind of does that and like like breathing out all the stress of the day, breathing out all the stress of the moment. And she just like was dead asleep. And I was like, oh, I really should like get up, put her back in her you know crib and you know, let her sleep, but gosh, I just want to hold her a little bit longer. So I held her for a few minutes, but yeah, you did. Yeah. Those are good times. Those are really nice, really nice times. Having, having a kid, this is, this is getting into our, our topic for the day, but having a kid is, um, it's funny, right? Because the, the whole idea of today's conversation, we're going to try to rally around is this idea of you gain, right? You literally gain a life. A human life is now in our home that wasn't before we're taken care of. But at the same time, you're sort of, uh, I don't want to just say losing, you know, but you're, you are kind of mourning the life that you had before, yep. which was just the two of you. And, um, 
like for me and Cass, you know, like our regular date nights and all the things of just having a home with just two of us, sort of mourning that while we're introducing a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of things, you know, that I would do before, um, like, you know, for example, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, like, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll ask you the question first, Ian, and then maybe you have some thoughts on this, but how, how do you feel like your life has changed since having kids? Yeah. I, I was talking about, to, uh, trying to answer this question, um, last night with Cassidy and I was like, how, because it's a, a million ways. Like there's no, just like it changed, um, in this way, and that's it. Like, everything changed. There's nothing that's untouched, you know? So um, before kids and after kids, like, I, I consider myself, like, I like playing video games, and I, that'd be a big hobby of mine. Well, the times that I play has changed dramatically, and, like, the, now it's now it's basically I can play one day a week, you know, and it, a day is strong. I can play on one day of the week. I don't play a day. Yeah. You know, I can the play duration and the actual like right. time. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. hobbies have changed and like, okay, so now I need to find new ways to, to, um, yeah, have, have fun. But I, but for the, for the best, so, something that's changed in my life for the best is having a kid. And this goes back to sort of the new year's conversation where it's like most parents, like 50% of parents are setting goals, you know, around new year's, whatever. I think parents are you sort of have to be a little bit more ambitious, um, sort of have to have a little bit more drive, um, more focus because you're not just taking care of yourself or your significant other, but now a, a child. And for me, that was certainly true. And something that changed in my life, having a kid, it was, I was like, I guess I really need to get my stuff together. You know, I guess yeah. I should probably like invest money in something or, <laughs> you know, like I, I know like, me going to the gym and, and focusing on my diet and um, exercising. I thought that was all like something I was interested in before having a kid. But then having a kid, I was like, okay, well, now I am the example to another human in a much more real sense of like, she's going to grow up in my home. It's like, what do I want her to see? What do I want her to enjoy eating, to see being eaten, you know, and, and how, you know, all these different things. So, um, yeah, I mean, just personal rhythms have changed dramatically for me. What about, what about you? Yeah. Like, and yeah, this idea of losing the life before you had kids, I, you know, you lose a life and you gain a life. So it's, you know, it's, it's hard to really put it into terms of like, you know, oh, I'm mourning all these things, you know, and then not getting anything in return because you, you are getting so many cool things. Um, but my answer to this is, I guess, a little bit unique because I feel like the change in me really started, um, when I got married, there was less, kind of focus on me and more focus on me and Gabby um, together as a unit. And then um, before that, like when I was in college and high school, like it was kind of just all about me, like whatever I want to do, like, do I want to play games? Do I want to play basketball? Do I want to hang out with friends? Do I want to, you know, whatever. Um, But then, you know, do I want to walk to, you know, the cafeteria, you know, at OU in the middle of the night at 1am, you know, with four people and like eat cheesecake, like, you yeah, know, you can't, yeah. you don't do that when you have kids. You don't really do that. Probably Heck don't do that no. very often when yeah. you have a spouse either. But, um, it split even more when I, when we had Lillian. So like if my life was a hundred percent me before marriage, it was 50% after. And now it's probably like 25 to 30% me with the yeah. baby. It feels yeah. like maybe even less. Um, 
there's less time like for me to game, to hang out with friends, work on my Fortnite rank, yep. Rocket yep. League rank. Yep. Um, less time for like education. Like, you know, I'm having a hard time like setting a study schedule. You know, I'm yeah. trying to get my CPA license. So that's kind of been difficult to try to find a rhythm with that. Um, intimacy is, you know, is, is a unique challenge because it's like, okay, well, like when are we going to have a date night? You know, how are we going to, you know, spend this time like, you know, getting to know one another and continuing to like, you know, serve each other and love each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, friendships are challenging too. Like, you know, your friends before you have, but really the friends before you get married or, you know, are like whoever. And then when you get married, it's like, gosh, you know, your circle closes a little yeah. bit or it changes. Yeah. And yeah. then when you have kids, it's kind of the same thing. Cause you take another step in a direction that a lot of people aren't going. And then it's like, okay, well, you know, now I have even less time. So I have to be yeah. more intentional and like, okay, like who, who am I going to spend time with and things like that. And, for for now for us like it's been tough because you know Lillian was premature so you know we're trying to kind of batten down the hatches and like okay you know let's keep her biosphere quote unquote like really small and like everything like that so you know it's really tough so we're spending a lot less time like with friends a lot more time with family um I would say you know another way my life has changed is learning how to manage my time as yeah like as hours become minutes. So like beforehand, you know, I had hours and hours and hours on a Saturday to do whatever the heck I wanted. Whatever you wanted. Yeah, whatever the heck you wanted. Yeah. And then, you know, those hours, literally they become minutes of free time after you have kids. So it's like, and we talked about in the first podcast of like, you know, you have to learn how to make those minutes feel like hours for your kids. Yeah, yeah later on so it's like oh my gosh you know it's this challenge of like you know kind of morphing time and bending it to your will a little bit but it's just so difficult so just kind of starting to learn how to do that um as far as like you know life changing before life changing after having kids the thought that kept coming to my mind is like burning the dead wood is getting rid of those things that you know, before like were not essential things. Oh yeah, yeah. And now you know, I'm really left with just the tree, like you yeah. know, just what's left, and then kind of building out a new, you know, new branches and new ideas and new kind of ways of life after that. Yeah, that's really interesting. There's, um, of course, like that uh, analogy, I guess. You know, the of refining and um, trimming fat, all these different things. You know, like there's a lot of different processes or events, life events that, that can come about that, that do that, that will refine you and make you stronger, you know, cut out the excess. Having a kid, I mean, that's up there. Yeah. You know, and me. it's not like, it's not like you mean, like, it's not like you're doing it like oh, yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's the kid is leading the way. Like it's like the kid is forcing you to do this. Yes. And so you can either lean into it or lean away from it, but either way, like your life is not the same as it was before, and it will yes. be kind of hemmed in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and it's finding it's um th- that's that's well said because it's it it just it's gonna happen, you know. And so the two options, I guess that that you you could have is to totally lean in and let it refine you. And you mentioned this too in a um in an earlier episode. You can let that mold you, or um or you can just totally run away from it. And gosh, I don't I don't know. 
so what happens at that point? I'm trying to lean in, and it, I mean it's horrifying. <laughs> you know, like, I mean I am I'm surrendering so much of what I used to call like this was my comfort, and I'm letting that go. You sort you sort of have to, and and um, but gosh, it's it's great. We something that's come about with having a kid for Cass and I that um, it's not like the most regular thing in the world, but uh, we we both enjoyed it when we do do it. Um, we do, we, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it out loud, but we would call it Talking Tuesdays. Okay, so basically, you know, um, when you, well, having Eliza brought the irregular date nights, you can't, you know, we didn't have the, a consistent one. Now, thank, thankfully, we have family who my mom or my grandma will watch Eliza usually one day a week, and that is a huge gift for Cass and I to go and, sure. and have a date. But there are some t- there are some times where that can't happen, or like this week when you know the kids are sick, um, and we're gonna all have to stay home. How do we how do cre- how do we create intentional date nights even at home? And one thing that we learned was, okay, well, us sitting down watching something, well, that can be fun and and can be a date night. It usually doesn't bring the emotional intimacy that we're trying to get whenever we do go on a date. So we started doing this thing called Talking Tuesday. And what it was is we just can, you know, we'd count on Tuesday, even if we had a date coming up on Friday. On Tuesday, we would put the kids to bed and then we'd usually make some tea or something like that. And we'll sit either on the back patio. It's like four degrees right now, so that's not going to happen. But we'll, we'd sit on the back patio or we'd try to sit on the couch or in our room. And it was just FaceTime. Like we're going to just sit in front of each other and we're going to talk. And so, and, and, and that does two things, right? It's, if we can't have a date because no one can watch the kids, we get a date and we do something a little bit irregular, which is almost uncomfortable, right? To just like sit in a quiet room, drinking tea and just get to talk to each other, you know? Uh, but it, it's brought something really, really nice and fresh. It's also incredibly cheap, you know? Right. Cause yeah, we, we got to buy diapers. <laughs> so we might not yeah. be able to eat at the restaurants we normally want to eat at because we have to go buy diapers or whatever it is. Um, and now we can just make tea and we, get to sit across from each other and talk. We're actually looking at getting a a, a chiminea mm-hmm. so we can put it on the back um, and then have like some tea, have the chiminea going so you smell like nice, oh, nice wood. That. Oh my gosh, dude, I know. Uh, I was actually looking forward to trying to do it this weekend, um, but where we live this weekend, yeah. it, like it's like four degrees all weekend. It's going to be miserable. Oh my gosh, yeah. But oh, yeah, we found a, a cool deal on some chimeneas and so I want to get one um, and... Uh, I, I just can't wait. We have a nice little back patio that we can do it in. So yeah, looking forward to it. Not the chimney. I won't be able to be in the back patio, but right yeah. outside of it. You're gonna put it. Yeah, you're gonna put it out there. I was gonna ask you about that because I I have also thought about getting a chimney and putting it like or under or around like our front porch because we've got a little area yeah. out there yeah. that we can sit in. But I've always thought that like yeah, the smoke probably like going up right into the roof. Like probably that's not, probably not a good not, idea. not gonna work. Yeah, we're th- we're talking so. about putting it, like right in our little doorway. Yeah, you know. But all, the, all that being said, though, you know, the introduction of a kid uh, has also brought the introduction of so, sort of ingenuity, you know, and like yeah. cr- creativeness for Cass and I, because it's like, OK, well, we're, we're going to date each other. We're not going to surrender right. dates, you know. So how how can we how can we be creative and still invest in our marriage um, with having a kid? Well, and your priority. Yeah, exactly. Your priorities become so clear and apparent after you have kids, because it's like you know, the things that you did before, like you might have a lot of hobbies and different things that you were doing before, but 
a lot of those things just fall by the wayside and you have to kind of figure out, okay, what's important to me? What's important to my marriage? How do I keep that functioning? One of the, um, one thing that's kind of like a benchmark that I've heard about in, you know, um, in like marriage therapy and psychology is like this idea of like 90 minutes a week, like sitting down and discussing the just different household, um, just items like, who's going to do what chores yeah. and who's going to do, you know, this and that and how are the kids doing and what do we need to do differently in our parenting? What do we do need to do differently in our marriage? And that being maybe a little bit different than like a true romantic date night. Yeah. Um, Cause that's more of almost like a maintenance item. Yes, for sure. But I feel that can really easily fall away. Like before you have kids, you're really probably doing that pretty naturally yeah. almost every day. But after you have kids, like there's been plenty of times when, you know, I come out of my office, it's like about time, you know, for me to go to bed and me and Gabby are just sitting there and we haven't really talked at all yeah. that day. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I we really need to reconnect. And so, yeah, I have the same kind of thing. We have a date night on Friday nights that we try to keep really sacred. And my parents have been great about like, you know, taking Lillian and, and, you know, for a couple hours while we go out and go to fuzzies or something, have a margarita and just talk about life. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, did life change how you expected it to? Oh, this, okay. Yeah. So this is, this is actually kind of funny because, um, there were people who were like, um, in, in preparation of us having a kid, they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be great. Um, you're not going to sleep. And I was like, well, like, I have to go to work, you know, I have to like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And they're like, no, like you're not no. going to sleep. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. So like, you know, I was like, just don't, don't speak that negativity over my life. Like I'm going to sleep. And, and so it's funny that it's like, there were warning signs. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, I had every reason to expect this, but turns out you just don't sleep. I guess that's <laughs> like, you just don't. I like, I, I had so many nights where I would be up constantly and then I'd go to work. And I'd work a whole day, you know, and then come back home. I was like, yeah, I guess you just don't sleep. <laughs> I yeah, you really, you really learn of... how to just function on very, very low sleep. Like, yeah. and it depends on your, I guess it depends on your kind of the way you, you and your, your spouse handle it. Cause it's like, like for us, we, like I get a six, five to six hour stretch and then I'm awake yeah. after that. Yeah. But I know you guys kind of just get up whenever, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we had much more of a loose structure. It was like, we both would sort of get up and whatever, but before, before kids where you're sleeping, like, you know, you're eight to nine hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my And you're gosh. getting up like, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I only got seven hours. Of sleep. I know. I know. <laughs> now it's like, I've slept four hours, I slept four hours straight. Holy cow. <laughs> I, I can't believe the kids slept that long. Is she alive? I know. Right. It's so funny. It's like, you just change. And it's like, no, yeah, this just changes. Something that's uh, less, less funny but i but Cass told me i had i had permission to to discuss it <laughs> something we didn't anticipate was postpartum depression for cassidy like that no one really told us about that and if someone did it was more just like oh yeah it's like a day you might feel yeah might feel a little blue you know you'll be fine yeah but that was really hard for us like incredibly challenging to where it was you know, we're, we ended up moving in with my in-laws for, I, don't, I think, a month. It might have been more. I don't know. It's all a blur. But it was it was really, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And and so this whole time, like, of course, I had so much compassion and love for my daughter. And I have compassion and love for my wife. But it was honestly, 
I don't think there's a way to say this without sounding just absolutely horrible. So know that this is not my heart. I love my daughter with all that I can. You know, like I, I love her so much. Um, but there, it was hard to see my wife go through that. You know, it feels like she was just constantly in a fire that I couldn't put out. And, and a part of it was like, this wouldn't be going on if we didn't have a kid because it was the, it was birth, you know, and whatever is going on with her hormonally, that, that now she's having such a a challenging time, you know? Right. And I, like I did, that didn't make me more frustrated at Eliza whenever she'd get up and cry at 3am or anything like that. There was, there was no, like, I'm, I'm mad at my daughter for this, but it was just, it was just really hard to reconcile. It's a frustrating situation. Yeah. It was really, really, really challenging. And so, um, praise the Lord. We, we got out of that, you know, and now, Cast does such a good job. Oh my gosh, she does such a good job talking about it and making it really. I don't want to say just like normal, like everyone does goes through this, but she she does a really great job of creating space for anybody who might be scared of it or who's currently going through it or went through it and didn't have anyone to talk to. Cast is just very outspoken about it. She doesn't hide that part of her journey. I'm still cautious, like even now, like how much can I share? disclose and we were talking about it last night and she was like yeah you can share whatever you want you know whatever and then i like worded one thing i was typing up a note and she's like well don't say it like that and i was like okay i'm just not <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't know i don't know how to do this well you know so i'm, I'm not gonna not gonna go into too much but it was it was something that was really really challenging for her um i think her and i and our marriage and our parenting is much better because of it and like again it sort of refines you like anytime you go through a fire and you let it mold you a bit um it, good can come of it, but it was that, that was something I certainly did not expect at all. Yeah, well, Gabby's dealt with a little bit of like kind of the baby blues kind of thing. Um, I'm not sure if it's as much a hormonal thing for her as it is for like, you know, there's a lot of comparison happening. Oh, of, yeah. oh my yep. gosh, you know, like I see all these other moms out there, and yes. they seem to be just have it all together. And you know, I get frustrated with her sometimes. You know, she's. I mean, she'll cry and we don't know what's wrong. Like we fed her, we, you know, burped her, we changed her. Like she's all good and she's just crying and we don't know what to do. And, you know, sometimes she just, you know, she's like, oh, I just feel like a bad mom. And, you know, like that's a really, that's a hard space, I think, yes. for dads. Because it's like, gosh, you know, I, I just, I just wish you could see you how yes. I see yes. you. Yes, yes. Just... I mean, my wife just does, I mean, she stays up late. She's doing all these, you know, things that I can't do yeah. physically. Um, she's, you know, I mean, she's just amazing. She's got so much patience and love and all these things. And to compare that, like in her mind, to compare that to somebody else, like that does nothing because yep. every kid is different. Yes. Every relationship is different. Like, a lot, like some moms might have more help from their spouse. Some moms might have less help from their spouse. You know, some moms are doing it on their own. Um, and then sometimes, you know, she'll compare to like older women who, you know, are empty nesters. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, you know, this, this lady's holding my kid and she just seems to just, you know, be so at peace. Yeah. And it's like, but it's not fair. Like that's not right because Lillian is with us every day yes. like we see yeah. every part of her life and you know she's gonna be at peace sometimes with strangers and it just is what it is yeah like yeah. she's gonna be at peace with us sometimes gosh you know the other night I think I mentioned this on another episode but like 
I, I just, I praise the Lord for this moment where, you know, we turn on, she's got this little, Lillian's got this little pink, like, light bulb in her lamp in her room. And we had her in her crib the other night, and I, I just, like, put her down while she was still awake a little bit. And she was cooing and just kind of, I went and got Gabby, and I brought her in there and just wearing this pink light. And she kind of, like, kind of rolled her head toward us, and we were just looking at her going, hi, sweetheart. And she just, oh, my gosh, she's lit up. Just her face oh lit up. Gosh. She just she saw Mama and her eyes widened and her mouth just you know started grinning, and she was just cooing and just I was like oh my gosh you know that's something that I can yes. never really yes. do for my wife. Yeah. But yeah. that's so, such an encouragement to her of like, and I told her in the moment you know I told her what I felt like Lillian couldn't. I was like she doesn't look at anyone else like that. Yeah. You're special, you know. She looks at Mama completely differently than she looks at Dad. Yeah, not to say, and I'm not, I'm not mad about that at all. I right. love that they have that unique relationship, and I know at some point, you know, there will be that unique relationship with me too. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. Yeah, I know. And you know, but I still play with her. You know, we'd make sounds at each other. You know, I do yeah. these kind of things, and I, I love that part too. But I just, you know, that was such an encouragement in that moment. Um, don't you wish? Don't you wish? Like there are these. You know, moments like that you could just box up, yeah, and oh, yeah. like have as a present anytime. You know, Gabby's feeling like uh, not enough. You know, like if you could just give her that moment again, like gosh, I wish you could just see. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. live there and just remember that because I feel the same way when you said like I wish. Then you said I wish Gabby could see herself the way you see her or everyone else. Like no one thinks that she's a bad mom ever. Yeah. You know, and I. I'm the same way with Cass. My like, gosh, Cass, I wish you could just see how amazing you you really are right. at doing this motherhood thing. And it's I I think it's odd with the um I don't know, odd, that's not the right word, but interesting. The moms I think compare themselves a lot. And I think that we're going to talk about at some point like how we compare each other as fathers. Honestly for me, I'm, I'll just speak for myself. Like I really don't compare myself right. too much to other dads in like a negative way of like, gosh, man, maybe, yeah. maybe I should do that. I, I definitely, I definitely pick up things. Of sure. like, oh, wow. That's a good idea. I'm going to take that. But I don't use that to attack myself. You know, there was one moment though, and this is not a story that happened to me personally. This is a story that happened to Cassidy. And, and we just know this, this guy that, and Cass told, told me the story. I just thought it was funny, but uh, they have a newborn and this guy's just such a sweet guy. He's so, he's calm. He's mild really tenderhearted. Um, honestly, he, he has a lot of characteristics that I aspire to have. Like he's a really, really great guy. Gentle. Gentle being one of them. Yeah. I would say this guy's great. He's very gentle. Um, and, and he said, uh, oh, oh, they have a, they have a son, very newborn and he's waking up in the night, you know, whatever. And if he wakes up at 3am, like if Eliza woke up at 3am and I have to go in there and rock her and all these things, thankfully I'm not there now, but I used to be, you know, and get up and rock her. It was like, just go back to sleep. Please go back to sleep. You know, I can't, I can't do this forever. Just go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. That's all I was really thinking. Every now and then, you know, I'd have like a moment. It's like, oh, I just love you so much. But most of the time I was like, please just go to sleep. Well, uh, <laughs> he's, he's telling the story of like, oh yeah, I have to go in and, and take care of my son. Cause he's waking up and he's like, yeah, I, re I really don't mind it. It's just more time with him. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was said no one wow. ever. But like, you know, like oh, that man, I, and this is not a brag on a dag section, but like we could, right? Because like, gosh, I wish I had that in me. That perspective, you know? yeah. Yeah, like it's just more time I get to spend with him. Like, dude, I would love to spend time with Eliza, but it's not three. Like when she's, yeah, 
when it's daylight out. Yeah, like when we can go to like a park or read a book or something. But like yeah. at 3 a.m., I'm like, just go to sleep, dude. Like I'm. I will say that's like that's kind of a blessing of the way that we've kind of constructed this schedule that we're on. You know, like I get up at freaking 2 a.m. or whatever, and it sucks for like 30 minutes or an hour, and then after that, I'm kind of just awake because I've just slammed like 20 ounces of coffee. Yeah, you did. Um, but I'm you know like during that time that I'm awake. I mean, I just, I, I'm just up. So I'm able to really focus and kind of, and love her and, and kind of take care of her. And I remember back, like when I would just, when we were taking those shifts of like, okay, she's crying, it's your turn. Like I would get up and I would be so annoyed. I'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, and I would just be counting the seconds, like go back to sleep, go back to sleep, go back to sleep, go back to sleep. But now it's like, it's kind of nice, but I know that's not everybody can do that. But I, I just thought that, it, you know, that's kind of a nice little little um, way because then you can really focus on those moments and, and kind of really, I don't know, dig in. But anyway. what's what's I have a quick question for you, Michael. This one's a stupid one, as you see one of my dumb questions. But I just, I'm curious to know, what's a chore that you you can't, like, you're like, gosh, this is just the worst to do, that you now have to do that you didn't have to before you have a kid? So it's like a, a chore that you didn't didn't even think existed, you know, but now now you're doing it and you're like, oh, this is the worst. Well, you know, like I mean, any newborn care is different. I mean, cuz we both do that. Like we both change diapers, we both feed her, we both I think the most oh my gosh, the most annoying thing for is. me, yep. here it is, is washing the pump parts. Oh my. God. Like holy cow. <laughs> I mean, so you always—that's like your thing. You you are always it, the one. Well, it was. I, now that I'm back to work, we've kind of renegotiated the yeah, chore yeah, structure. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I do did. still I do still clean them from time to time. But like, oh my gosh, when she was in the hospital, and you know, right after she had Lillian, I mean, she it, like they she started pumping, and I mean, I was I just this is one thing I underestimated was just the fact that it just never stops. Yeah, like yeah. Cause she just, con- I mean, she constantly needs to eat. Gotta eat. So you just never, you just never think about that. And so it was like, okay, you know, Gabby, you need to pump every three hours or whatever it was. And like, I would be waking up with her like all throughout the night because I would have to wash the parts because yeah, she couldn't yeah. get out of bed yeah. like after the C-section. So I'd be, I was washing the parts and then, you know, take running milk down to Lillian and different stuff like that when she's in the NICU. And then when we got home, it was the same thing. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, I gotta wash yep. these parts over and over and over again. Eventually, we bought another set of like, of like <laughs> oh, the no. parts, yeah, you yep. know, and they were compatible with the pump. And I was like, oh, thank God, because then it was like, okay, now I can, now I can, I can take these, you know, and give them to her, and then I can, you know, put those in like a bin when she's done with them, and then I can give her the next set, sure. you know, when she's right. Yeah. And then it cut my you know, washing down from like 12 times a day to like five times a day, which sure. was nice. But yeah, that sucked. It was so annoying having to pump, having to do that. Like I had to learn how to like disassemble it and, you know, get every little nook and yeah. cranny. I was yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah. I just hated that. It's the, it's the, it's the, yeah, get, it's the getting the t- small parts, yes. you know, all because I just hate using my fingers like that, like digging around and whatever. Ugh. Something I'm horrified to do. I think I've done it one time. I attempted to do it one time, not even the full thing. But a chore that I guess I loathe only because I'm also like horrified by it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And when Cass does it, I'm like sweating. I'm like profusely sweating. 
is clipping their fingernails or toenails. Oh, yeah. oh dude. Oh, that scares me. Like I, you're just afraid she's going to clip off a I just piece. know. I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. But, you know, I'm like, we're going to go to the hospital because you're going to clip their nail, their their finger, you yeah, know. Their whole and, and finger if she, off. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, could you, you know, could you like hold them or can you get the foot and I'll hold them, whatever. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to participate in this at all. I'd rather them just grow out and have long talons. Yeah. Until, like, let's just go to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> let's just go. Their primary, you know, they can, they can clip it. I'm horrified. Do you guys have that, uh, like, the sander thing, like, where you sand their nails down instead what? of, like, clipping them? Yeah, so, like, we have this little, like, like this tool that, like, just sands her. It's almost like, uh, like I mean, you know, like, we have those, you know, those Manny, sure. Teddy, whatever yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. you, like, clip your nail and then you kind of, like, Obviously, soften two guys, it. two guys talking. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but it's got all the dead skin on it. It's kind of gross, but you never think about it. Yeah, it's like that, and but it's it's actually like a it's like an electric sander, and so you just like just does her hand like that, and like she's fine what, with it. You know, if what if we patent idea? What you know how rhinos they just go out to like a tree, yeah, and just grind their horn. We just we just it. get a baby tree, yeah, just a little tree that we train our kids to walk up and just like just scratch this thing, yeah. You know, if one, you guys would buy that, the, please email us. <laughs> On dad's best guest <laughs> at gmail.com because I, yeah, there's no way anybody would do it, but yeah. I, but I'm just like, just, I just that that one chore really does horrify me. Like, I'm <laughs> my hands are my palms are a little bit moist right now, just thinking about like yeah. clipping a nail. Oh, dude, it stresses me out. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into I know that you did a, a quick little study on, on some different stats of some things that have changed for fathers becoming fathers what what do you got yeah there was a study done i think it's back in 2018 um and i just pulled it i I saw it on several articles but i pulled one off of uh swns uh digital and they talk uh about just the it's the title of the article is these are the things parents miss most about life before children and so you know the article starts out a spotless house Saturday morning lions this is a UK article so I don't I, I th- guess a lion is like sleeping in um, and going to the toilet without being disturbed oh. are the things parents miss most about life before children it has emerged and so um, and I guess just to preface the article it says seven out of ten adults underestimated the impact their first child would have on their life and then nine out of ten adults actually said that having a child was the best thing they've ever done despite it, you know, underestimating that impact, which is kind of cool. Like that means that it's probably that these 70% of parents that are underestimating it, like they underestimated the fact that their kid actually makes their life a lot better. But if you really press these parents, it's like, okay, there's some things that I have obviously given up that, you know, kind of stink. But the top five things that parents miss most in this article, were sleeping in oh Saturday morning sleep yes. ins, uh, clean house, watching TV, uh, <laughs> just watching, just watching TV. TV. Like, like you watch just TV watching with TV. a kid, but I know what you're saying. Like yeah, you're, for us, you know, it's gaming, right? Like yeah. you can't game and it, in peace, you know, because they're just like, you know, all yeah. of a sudden they're crying and it's like, oh, okay, I got to get up and go address this. Or for you, it, she's probably coming in, grabbing the controller sure, out of your yeah. hands and it, yeah, gnawing yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, Leaving the house without prep or babysitter. That's a huge one that I hadn't thought of. Wait, leaving the house 
without oh, oh, prep. Oh, yeah, you can't just spontaneously yeah, you, leave. You can't yeah. just leave the house. Yeah. You have to, oh, like, dude. pack a bag, get everything together. Yes. Okay, how long are we going to be gone? How many times is she going to have to feed? You have to do this, like, advanced calculus in your brain of, like, okay, what all does she need? Because if you leave one thing behind, it's a disaster. Game over. Yeah, yeah it's a game over because it's like, okay, do we have... Like, we bring her over to my parents, like, for date night. Do we bring the bottle warmer? No. Okay, so what are they going to do? Well, they're going to have to wash, like, run under warm water or whatever. Yeah, do we need to bring her special rattle? Ooh. Do we need to do whatever? Yeah. We, we used to do, um, before we had kids, we did, I know for sure we did at least, like, maybe three or four times. We did, like, spontaneous. So we live in Oklahoma City, and just about an a, a hour and a half north or so, uh, there's Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we would spontaneously just leave for the weekend. You know, like I always worked on Sundays, so we'd leave like Friday and then be gone Friday, Saturday, and be back Sunday morning. But yeah, we'd just go to Tulsa. It'd be like Thursday night. I'm like, hey, tomorrow, you want to just go go spend the night in Tulsa, go to you know, some new restaurants, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, we'd just go. We'd yep. just do whatever we wanted. Anytime. You want to go see a movie tonight? Let's go. You want to go eat out tonight? Let's go. And now it's like, if you do decide to eat out, it's like, okay, well, where where can the kids go? And that conversation lasts five minutes before you realize we're not eating. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way I'm taking these kids. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. Well, and it's the same, like, and that kind of leads into the next thing of, like, spending money guilt-free. That was oh. in the top five. You know, because wow. before, you can just go out to eat. You can Who order cares? Qdoba on DoorDash. Yes. You can do whatever you're going to do. And then now it's like, oh, my gosh. Especially for uh, this is especially for us because and this last week has been bad because we've like there's been a lot of eating out this last week which is terrible. But um, before I was like totally like okay all we're doing is stealing from our you know future saving. But now it's like okay you know Gabby is not working as much so we have to make every penny count. Yep. yep. And so and we have this kid and so we really need to be doing these different things with with money like buying diapers and doing these different things so it's like to order out from penang too is just different like it's just different it feels different it's like oh no you know we have to like we really need to be eating eating groceries that we bought but yep she's not going to go to college because you wait because i had pad thai penang too yep oof yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that oh my gosh i haven't even thought about that the spontaneity of life it's just gone. You've, it's gone. You sur- <laughs> You have to plan your gaming for sure. Everything you have to plan everything. Oh my gosh, what's what's another one that's on that list? Or those those the those the well, there, yeah, there's definitely more on the list. I'll, I can just kind of kind of do some spot ones. Um, a toned stomach was on there, a t- <laughs> which I thought was interesting. <laughs> never had it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Can't can't, can't mourn it if you my never had it. My body fat percentage has been above <laughs> yeah, ten for since I've been married. Um. Being able to relax in a pub beer garden. Oh. Can't really do that. Yeah, no. Um, can't really be around smoking at all. That's much. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, my, we, we weren't around it anyway. Yeah. My dad smokes cigars, you know, so it's like, okay, dad, you know, it might be time to cut down on the cigar smoking. And he's he's done a great job with that, which has been interesting because we, uh, it's just like, how do you tell your parents to change their behavior oh my for the gosh. kid oh my gosh yes oh that's a whole nother episode right yep. um yep be ready a, mom a, and dad a be clean ready. car was one oh the, my number? gosh okay okay oh, yeah, Go ahead. oh dude this one this is so funny okay so uh before before kids my car was horrible 
And I'm like, I'm, I, I can't even defend it. It was just terrible. I was in student ministry, so that, I mean, like, that plays a, a role. But I was, you know, it's been horrible since I, you know, <laughs> like 18, you know, <laughs> it was always horrible. Uh, so it was just awful. And Cassidy's car was spotless. Yeah. It was always perfectly clean. <laughs> now it's the opposite. Now it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Her, and it's like, even like I've had to transport, you know, or, you know, Eliza or like now Ian, like, you know, I have to do it too. So it's not just the injection of having a kid in the car all the time, but it's like, it's like, I mean, it's bad. It's two totally different things. And mine's generally more clean and her is hers is a generally more dirty. And it's actually been a, a every now and then it's been a point of contention, which is just silly. But, but, uh, and, and I'm talking about on my end too. I've been like, Oh my gosh, can yeah. clean this car with like, Ian, have some grace, you know, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't matter like what's fine, but that's really funny. Yeah, like the the clean a clean car. If you if you're driving a clean car right now and you have kids, kudos to you. Write us how do you how do you do it? What's your three What's your three step action plan of how do you have a clean car and a kid at the same time? Yeah, yeah, straight up. Day. I thought this was interesting. Daytime drinking was on the list. It's like. <laughs> Like a you just like an eleven a.m. spot yeah, kind of what, thing. What's going on? And now is is it because like guilt is like you don't want to be seen I, drinking I in know. front of your like your one month old. I looked, I looked I looked at another article and it said hangovers was on the list. And that's, I was like, that's something they missed. What? <laughs> yeah, we got yes, to pull like, different people. Like something we missed. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, I don't. I just haven't. I don't. I'm just never really identified with that. Like that. You know, I'm gonna go out Thursday night and then I'm gonna feel like garbage all day Friday or whatever. Yeah, like, and why would it be like you miss the hangover? Say that you miss the late night parties, but maybe, yeah. but no, but like well, it says they miss the hangover. So, so I saw this on a couple of different articles. Like I saw the hangover thing, and then I would read the un, like the subtext of it, and it would say not necessarily the feeling of a hangover, but feeling the freedom to have a hangover. What and I was like. I don't really understand. We live different lives, but may, I, maybe some of you dads out there, maybe you identify with that. I don't really mm. get that, but you yeah, know. I try not to feel like poopy. Yeah, most like sort of my general rule of life is like <laughs> don't feel like poop. <laughs> yeah, like whatever I have to do to preserve yeah. myself to not feel like poop. Yeah. Let's 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 transition into uh, let's brag let's brag on some dads. Let's do it. This is this is a fun fun segment we introduced. Um, Last time or two times ago, I don't know. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spend some time bragging on some dads. I had lunch uh, with a group of people uh, this week, and um, it was for for um, somebody's birthday. And she said that um, you know we're kind of saying like, oh oh, the unique part of it is that she shares a birthday with her dad. And so, oh well, what are you gonna you know what are you gonna get your dad? You know, and she's like, well. I'm going to go and, you know, like be at their house tonight and I'm sure they're going to get me like an air fryer, I think is what it was or whatever. We're adults now, you know, so that's what we get mm. for. <laughs> that's what we get excited about. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, like where's my air fryer? But, uh, you know, we're, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm going to like be there, you know, with my dad. And that's what I'm giving him. Like, I'm going to be there. And a lot of people laughed at that, including myself. Like, what? You know, like get your dad something, whatever. And then a dad sort of soft spoken. He, he, uh, he, he wasn't like, out, you know, outgoing about it, just sort of said, you know, in the moments like, that's what I would want. You know, like I, if I just spent, you know, if, if my daughter came to see me on my birthday, that would just be a huge gift, you know, and just said it sort of just like that, you know, just sort of to himself a little bit, you know, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, like what a win as a dad in that moment to honor your daughter, um, just right there in front of it, showing everyone how much you love her. 
But then just to have like the, that's how much value you'll put on your daughter of like, yeah, just be here with me. Like really that's all I'm thinking. Yeah. It's just, just spend some time with me. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, two years ago, I think it was my first father's day and Castle like, what do you want to do? Do you want to spend all day by yourself? You know, and like whatever. And I was like, no, I want to, I want to hang out with Eliza, you know? And I was like, what a win, you know, for myself. And then like time came and she was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. Here's Eliza. And I was like, take her, take her away. <laughs> like, I'd rather just be home. Actually. I'd rather just have some quiet time. I just thought that was a, that was so cool to hear him, you know, honor his daughter that way. And then, just you get a glimpse into his parenthood, right? Because he's just like, man, I just I just want to spend time with her, you know, for for my birthday. But yeah, I yeah. loved hearing it. Our uh, yeah, I I had one as well. Our our pediatrician was uh, made an interesting comment the other day, just about kind of the role of dads really early on. You know, when they're really young, and you know, you don't really do the rough and tumble play and just different things like that. You know, and you're really he said he said you're really just kind of the court jester pretty early on and I was like I was like that's pretty funny and then I thought that's really true I mean that's totally just true. to look to have that perspective of okay I'm not useless you know at this you know in this first yeah. stage you know I'm not useless I can do some things and to bring a smile to my daughter's face to bring a smile to my wife's face like that's a pretty cool perspective <laughs> that's I thought great. that's a great perspective. you know and I yeah, I'm I sure just, there's a way to say it that's less humiliating than to be the court yeah. gesture, but uh, just but that's that's a really cool. Well, yeah. and those those are tough. Like the first few months, like those are tough months. I mean, you have a you're adjusting a lot. You're doing all these kind of things. You do like some moms have the baby blues and different things that like that. And I mean, truthfully, you know, to bring a joke into that or bring some light into it. I mean, that's a that's a cool way to look at it rather than oh my gosh, this is so hard and yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, cool, cool dads out there. We're gonna keep bragging on them. The more the more stories we get. Hey, if you guys have any stories of like your own fatherhood of like, yeah, you know, I think I crushed this moment. We want to brag on you. So write us write us in at uh, dadsbestguess at gmail dot com. Um, we we'd really love to to hear from you guys. And that's not just about if you find a dad you want to brag on, or you want to brag on yourself because we'll brag on you here on the show. But we also, just if you guys have any thoughts, comments on anything about this, what's something that you gained with having a kid in your life? What's something that you lost? You're like, oh my gosh, this is a, this maybe a unique perspective, or even if it's not, we want to talk about it. We want to read. Yeah. Um, so let us know. Let us know what you all think. Thank you all so much for listening. And I think we have our, we have our little dad joke here. Uh, oh, me... Michael's presenting the dad joke. Oh yeah, come on. I've got I've got a little dad joke here. So let me let me pull it up. Okay, so okay, so imagine you as a dad driving by a bunch of cows with the kids. You say, "Look, a flock of cows." The kids say, "Heard of cows, Dad?" You, of course, I've heard of them. There's a flock of them right over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one for all you dads out there driving by some cows out in Oklahoma. That is such that's a, a good win. one for you and oh your kids. So gosh. try it out. Wow. Well, that's great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yep. yep. Okay. Don't well, uh, leave or leave a leave a review. Like, subscribe. Yeah. Do all the things. Do all the things. We'll yeah. see you all next week for another bad joke. See ya.